Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Indie Review Radio.
shows you real love and you play me yeah. I read my voice and try to fight back, you call me crazy You and my good team like she wasn't gonna tell me yeah. You know you vowed, look at your best right now Truth and I, you know how we do, you know. Um, we want to give shout out to all the Leos, woo woo. Even though it's uh, even though my birthday is past, it is still Leo season, right? And uh, <laughs> not only taking care of the Leos, the truth has to say hello to everybody else. That's right, that's right. Right about now, right about this time, it's time to give the universal greetings to everybody checking us out, no matter who you are, no matter how you're doing that. Say good afternoon, good morning, good night. Buenas noches, buenos dias, kanichiwa, salam, namaste, sakapase, sakapet, assalamu alaikum, alaka, pareb, good day, nehoma, bonjour, bonsoir, como sapa, nangadep, hi, hello, hafa, ahoy, aloha, what it do, what's cracking, what's popping, ni olo, temir, no mosca, 
What's happening? What the business is? Where you at now? Follow me on Twitter, and yo, they say you to a table. You play me for new K Paso, K Pasa, O C Y O C Yo. Sell my mama, walk on my boy. Hey y'all, I see my mommy Johnny. Hey y'all, what's going on to you and yours out there? Everybody. That is everybody, and I think did you do that on one black seat? Yeah, I did it one black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Not mad at all. Well, as usual, we have another great show lined up for you guys. So get your smoothie snacks together, get your drinks together. We're going to hop into a couple of tunes, and we'll be right back with our guests. Excuses about what he did or what he didn't do Gotta move according to the 
It's not bad. It's all good. And um, it's been ripping and running, but if I can slow it down a little bit, you know, I'm moving. I'm moving in October 1st. So um, so that's something I've had to, like, contend with. Um, so I'm going to start early, throwing stuff away, getting rid of stuff. I'm starting to travel light, see. I'm becoming a minimalist. 
<laughs> I hear that. I hear that. You know now, is it like, is it going to be the same area, or is it like a new I would new like area? To in, I really, I really want to stay in Stone Mountain. Um, the other place I'm looking at is not here; it's on the west side. So I'm gonna go check that out tomorrow. But I do, I would really like to stay in Stone Mountain. So that's, I'm working on staying in the area. Yeah. So yeah, but um, you know. We'll see. I'll keep you posted, though. Okay, okay. You'll still be able to come visit. You'll still be able to come visit. Yep, yep. I'll still be looking for the package in the fridge. Okay. Unthawed. Well, now let me see what's in there now. I got some crawfish tails, some boiled crawfish, boiled turkey with corn and shrimp and turkey sausage, and I have some sweet potato pie, some, you know, the turnover, you know, that's in there. Hey, chef. Hey, how are you? Good. See Truth, meet Chef Karen. Chef Karen, meet See Truth, my co-host and friend. Hi. Hey, what's you? going on, Chef? I'm good. I'm good. Just trying to get some rest. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> well, we're not going to keep you long. We're not going to keep you long. Uh, That's right. is a foodie, though, so most of his questions will probably be around food. Um, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Okay. No, no okay. doubt about that. No doubt about that. Before, before we get started with you, Chef, I just want to let everybody know that they can, uh, they have questions or if they want to chime in or join in on the conversation, they can hit us up in the review CD at gmail.com. You could also tweet at us at any review, that's R-E-V-U-E, or hit us up on Facebook, review. And uh, also the same thing with the Instagram, it's just indie.review, that's spelled the right way, R E. V I E W, or you know, hit us up on the the number six four six four seven eight five one two three. That's it. Okay. That's it. All yeah. Right. That's it. Any questions for the chef, or just to say hello to Citrus and I? We always here for that. Always here for that. So, Chef Karen, this is going to be fun because um, <laughs> yes, yeah, as you. Questions <laughs> for you. So, questions. So, I just want to say. Uh, well, before I get before I get started, really quickly introduce yourself to those who may not know who you are. Well, I am Chef Karen Patton. I am the owner of Sweet Potato Cafe, which is located in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, it's a small historic area, and I've owned my restaurant now for well, this this is actually my ninth year. I'm, wow. I'm into my ninth year, and we are farm to table. So we have our own um, garden on site that we pull back, we pull from as much as possible. But then I also have relationships with local farmers close by. Yeah, right, right, right. And you know, um, we talked about this briefly, but just a little bit for people that maybe you know not have as much knowledge about the importance of farm to table. Share with them the importance of being able to know where your where your food comes from. Well, I guess I really um, learned more about it myself while I was in culinary school. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my second career, so to speak. Um, and while in school, of course, you're learning more about nutrition and you're learning about, you know, where food is coming from. And so as I learned more about it and finding out that the farther away your food is traveling, the less nutritious it is, I just started thinking. Mm. Um, 
And at, and even at that point, I wasn't even thinking about opening up a restaurant. I had no idea where I was going with my training. Um, I started out by catering part-time mm-hmm. on my own. And then, um, as luck would have it, during the recession, um, I retired from my other life. That's what I call it, my my other job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... Um, and and my husband said to me, well, you, you always wanted to go, go to culinary school, so why don't you just do it? Because this is, you know, this is your time. My kids, my kids were grown. Um, I really had no idea what I was going to do. And so and that's what I did. I went to culinary wow. school. And while in school, I was kind of debating, you know, should I extend my skills as far as the catering goes or do I do something else? And like I said, you know, that, that was a time to learn more about nutrition and just all, just advance my training, you know, as far as cooking went. And while in school, I said, you know what, maybe I'll try the restaurant thing, you know, because I, I really had heard how hard it was. Right. So that's why I said, I'm not sure if I can do that or not. But um, it looks easy. <laughs> Uh, says you. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> partial. I'm partial. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 been a challenge. Um and especially now. But yeah, especially um, now. when I decided to open up the restaurant, I knew from day one it would not be a soul food restaurant. And I, and I always say that to people because as soon as they see the restaurant, that's the first thing they think. It's a soul food restaurant. And I guess in a way, um, I was sometimes offended by that because, <laughs> you know, I wanted people to know that there's other things that we can do. You know? Absolutely. Just because we're, just because we're African American, it doesn't mean that right. our skills are limited. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in the traditional sense, I feel like it's, you know, I feel like it's soul food in a different type of way. You know, it's comfort and soul food, like it nourishes mm-hmm. and feeds the soul. But I, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. People look at black people and think, oh, that's some, some um, greens and fried chicken. and you know, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. idea in their head, right? And that's so not what the cafe is. It's, And that's why, you know, in my brand, in my logo, I have food for the soul. Mm -hmm. Because that's how I look at it. It is. How do you come up with the food that's nourishing you? It is. Yeah, for sure. How did you come up with the name Sweet Potato Cafe? And how did you find the location? Because it's like perfect. Well, I had, um, I was, I was familiar with that area anyway. Um, years ago, I, well, we we we've been in that area for over mm-hmm. twenty years, and so mm-hmm. I knew of the village. I used to visit the village. It was always bustling. There were always a lot of people around. I always felt, you know, you just had a certain vibe, you know, when you were there, mm-hmm. and I always felt good about it. And so when I started looking for a location, I knew I would start there. Whether or not I would find something, I had no idea. Right, but um, the name really came about as I was putting together my menu. You know, you start going through recipes. You're not sure 
exactly what you're going to do or, you know, what your cuisine might be. And as I was going through loads of recipes, it struck me that I had so many with sweet potato. Mm. And um, sweet potatoes, I mean, it was something that I always I always loved. I I grew up eating them a lot because mm-hmm. my mother was diabetic. Mm-hmm. And so the sweet potato was something that she just added to, you know, our dinner, you know, from time, time to time, not candy yams. I'm talking about just a sweet potato <laughs> with a sweet potato. <laughs> Butter, a little bit of butter, you know, some cinnamon, and you call it a day. So so that's really how it came about because, like I said, I was just going through all these recipes because I would do cobblers with sweet Mm. potatoes. Really? Sweet potato pies, as you know. I've never Um, seen a cobbler, though. We might have to revisit that coming up soon. We might have to revisit that. Yeah, I just had a lot of different things with sweet potatoes. I guess it was just like subconsciously, these are, you know, this is what I was doing. And so um, one morning, like 4 o'clock in the morning, I woke my husband up. I said, what do you think about Sweet Potato Cafe? And he's looking at me like I lost my mind. Um, But, you know, I started asking people, well, how do you think this sounds? You think it'll stick? You know, what do you think? And it's worked. That's all I can okay. say because I've has. had, yeah, I've had customers come in and say, you know what, I was Googling and I saw a sweet potato cafe and it was just something about that. It was like, <laughs> I have to go there, you know, I have yeah. to go and try it out. And so here we are, like I said, almost nine, nine years later. Nine years later. How would you say the climate of business has changed in the area for you over the last nine years? Mm. And I ask that because you still remain relevant. Regardless of what's going on around you, you still remain relevant. Um, So that has to be attributed to something. Like, how does that happen? Well, I took my time with my menu, and Mm -hmm. I, I put items on there that I thought people would enjoy. And I tried to keep it simple. You know, I tried to add food items, not only that, not only the, you know, ones that they would be familiar with, but mm-hmm. ones that they would find exciting mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and think, wow, really? These flavors? <laughs> right. Um, and most of our marketing has turned out to be through word of mouth. Yeah. Um it's a great a great way to do it too. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, the first year you're still getting your feet wet. So people are just learning about you and you, you know, you make your mistakes like anyone else and then as time goes on you build from that. And um our menu would change occasionally from season to season. Um, but, you know, we, we've tried to, you know, keep the comfort food there. You know, we mm-hmm. make our own chicken pot pie. Mm-hmm. We make our own shepherd's pie. We make our own mm-hmm. black bean burger. You know, mm-hmm. everything is from scratch. 
and um and I think that that that's that's probably one of the things that has kept us going because people know how fresh our food is right and they know that we're not back there opening up a lot of cans and working with frozen food you know it's fresh and that's what people want today they want to know where their food is coming from right because that's becoming a popular thing like people are they are starting to understand what that farm to table means and what it means for them and for their families i noticed that you mm-hmm. have a lot of i mean of course you have you know your repeat customers, but you have a lot of customers that come that are like, oh, we heard great things. You know, they've never been there before, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of first-time visitors. Um, and especially now, which I thought was really interesting around during this time, right, where people are kind of not sure what they want to do and what it's going to look like um, in this climate of COVID, how has your business continued to thrive? Uh well, I get up and I pray every morning. Um, well, that's that works now. <laughs> come on now, come um, on now, that works. <laughs> because um, it's been a challenge. Yeah. And um, there have been days when I really didn't know what to expect. I really mm-hmm. didn't. I mean, we're such we're a small venue. Right. Um, our seating is forty nine people. So when all of this came about, you know, we sat there wondering, well, how can we distance? I mean, what, you know, there were sleepless nights because you you, you just didn't know how you were going to make it work. You right. know, we're all, restaurants are all different sizes. We're, we're all made up different ways. And so, you know, making this atmosphere work is just different for all of us. And so we closed our dining in immediately. Mm. We were one of the restaurants there in the village, you know, when all of this started. We just knew right away we had to do that because it would be too difficult and it would not be safe to continue having people come inside. So, you know, we just – we went full into takeout, carryout, curbside. They can order online, and um, and it's worked. I mean, my regulars, God bless them, they have been there every week. Mm-hmm. If it was only one day a week, right? they have been there, you know, to help us. And so that's why I feel like I've been blessed. So my circumstance with someone else's is probably totally different. But but this, I mean, what we've done, you know, we've taken the safety measures. This this has made it work for us. And I think that the other thing is people want to feel a sense of normalcy. So you're normal mm -hmm. to them. This is a part of their regular normal routine is to go buy a sweet potato cafe and pick up dinner or pick up lunch, you know, yeah. or on the weekend when they go to the mountain, stop by for and grab a bite. But I, I still feel like there's that that comfort, right? Like, why do you think that is? People find so much comfort, and even though they're not inside, they're outside and still having the same experience, right? Why do you think and that is? And I hope it's because, well, and I hope it's because when they do come, 
to Sweet Potato Cafe, we try our best to make them feel like they're at home. Yeah. yeah. You know, when before mm-hmm. all of this started and people would come in, they would come in to, you know, our place, you know, because it's a house. Mm-hmm. So they would come in and they would be like, wow, this is like walking into grandma's house. So yeah. like walking into aunt so-and-so's house. Yeah. 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 And that's how they felt. You know, they would come in, have dinner, sit there. And sometimes I would see them still sitting there two hours later, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just just hanging out. And so hopefully that's that's the reason why, you know, our regulars, when we when they come in, you've seen it, you know. Oh yeah. We call them by, you know, their first yeah. name. Girl, how have you been doing? Where, where yeah. have you been? And everybody you know. wants to get chef's attention. They want to make sure that they're <laughs> back there slaving away over food, and they're like, "It's here, if you, if you know what I mean." Which is, which is really kind of a testament to you know how they feel about you, which is. Which is great, you know, and I, I think it's just like anything else. People feel like they know you, they want to support you. So I think that plays yeah. into it as well, yeah. Well, really that's probably the one thing I was going to say, and that's probably the one thing that has kept me going. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They, everybody knows you. Everybody knows Chef. So <laughs> anybody out there have any questions, give us a call, 646-478-5023, and you can chop it up with Chef Karen. Um, about her menu. Now, this is what I would suggest you do. Hop on to sweetpotatocafe.com and pull up that menu and come by next week for some food. That's what you need to do. Right. It's sweetpotatocafe.net, right? Dot .net, yes. My bad. Yeah, yeah. sweetpotatocafe.net. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, I got I got some questions. Um, <laughs> now, you've, you've, you've come from a, a long... Well, Many questions, but you're not going to get to all of them. I'm just going to throw out a few at you. Um, you come from a long line of, of, of chefs in the family. Um, how how long does that line go? Like, how far back does that go as far as, like, the, the history of chefs in the family? Um, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they were all chefs. They were just good cooks. Um, my mother, I learned I mean, so much from her and my aunt. sound like chefs to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, <laughs> um, I just, I just, you know, learned so much from them. And even though I didn't start out cooking at an early age, I was still just there, you know, seeing them, you know, on Sundays, those Sunday dinners when we were all yeah. in the kitchen mm-hmm. together, you know, and I, and I used to tell people. Now that I know what a sous chef is, I was my mother's sous chef because ah. <laughs> didn't know it at the time, okay? Right, right. But I was the one that was doing all the prepping, you know. So, yeah, it was. it's just a matter of growing up and, and being there and seeing them and having an aunt that owned a restaurant at one point in in Brooklyn and and. Just, okay, you know, well, part of what part of all of that? You just when you said Brooklyn, you just took this conversation in a whole different direction. I'm, I'm from I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, Karen. So you know. <laughs> oh, I heard that. I heard the way he yeah. said Karen. 
What what part of uh what part of Brooklyn was her, her restaurant? Oh gosh, don't 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 test my memory, okay? All I know okay. is that she was there somewhere and and she would open up every morning and there would be a line out the door. We're gonna I'll find okay. out for you and let you know. We'll do I'll do a full okay. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Now you you've gotten a lot of a lot of accolades from um, Atlanta Journal Constitution, um, the the tourism division down there in Georgia, and you've you've done some stuff for uh, Grady Hospital, um, the First Lady Michelle Obama's um, Move to Schools initiative, and you know just a, a whole lot of work that you've done um, surrounding. Um, your business, your restaurant, and your food. So tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've been involved in as far as that goes. Well, with the uh, move to schools, that I was actually doing that while I was still in culinary school um, because I was always trying to find something that I could do extra that would just keep me in that, in that arena. <laughs> and when I heard about her initiative, you know, I jumped right on it because – I thought that was the greatest thing, you know, working with children. And so my adopted school was down, it, it was in Eastlake, uh, Drew Charter. And I would go down there and do demos with the kids. Nice. And um, Grady, of course, like I said, my, my mother was diabetic. So I grew up, you know, with a diabetic. And so... Um, when it came about that I was able to go down there uh, and do food demos to some of their, you know, patients, I jumped right on it. So it was twofold. You know, I was still learning, but it was a way for me to help. And so um, that's that's basically where it started. And and since owning the restaurant, we've we've been blessed, like I said, uh, Mm -hmm. as far as the AJC, we were we were in there for a brunch. We uh, had had a great brunch on Sundays. It was a buffet. Yep. So I'm not able to do it at the moment. I was there every week eating until I couldn't move. So uh, we were um, top five outside the perimeter in the AJC for our brunch, and then our fried green tomatoes. You know they they were recognized. <laughs> Um, and so, and then I've also been involved in the Jekyll Island Shrimp and Grits competition. I did that for two years. So, um, yeah, we've gotten our name out there a little bit. There needs to be a banana pudding competition because, let me say something. Stop it. That banana pudding from last week, <laughs> if there was somebody standing next to me when I took my first bite, I would have smacked them. <laughs> I would have gotten so Chef Karen, what's what's your your most uh, popular uh, mover in, in in the restaurant? What, what's what's the most popular dish there? I think the fried green tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's done with a uh, black eyed pea relish, and then we top that off with a roasted red pepper compote. And I had no idea it would be as popular as it is, but I'm telling you. I have had people come to the door and say, is this the restaurant that sells the the, uh, fried green tomatoes? (laughs) And um, (laughs) I have had people tell me they're the best they have ever had. Mm, They are really good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, that's that's why people keep coming back because mm. you yeah, have, it's, really good. it's good food. So people are come back and food is good. I mean, you know, people are not just gonna come it back there just good. because. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like the menu that when you sit down, you always see there's some like you you get one thing, but you're like, ooh, but I need to try that. So then you come back for that, and then you get that <laughs> next time. You're like, ooh, but I want to try that, and then you try. You know, it's really like that. I've had the and I think people and I think people are just so surprised sometimes with the flavors of things, mm-hmm. like with the loaded sweet potato. Mm-hmm. You know, I I have people who come in and they'll I have one that's loaded with cheddar cheese, melted cheddar cheese, and that's with um, broccoli, and you have green onions and sour cream, and it's topped off with crispy bacon. And when they first look at it, they're like. Seriously? Sour cream? <laughs> but they come back and they order it again and again right. and again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. you ever been approached, uh, sorry, have you ever been approached to um, have your place used in like any uh, TV or film shootings and stuff like that? Or yeah. have, have you been? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they do a lot of shooting there in the village. Um it's been several uh, TV shows, Vampire Diaries. Um, mm-hmm. Like my restaurant was used in, um, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of that. Uh, oh, and I can see it right in front of me. But yeah, they they've come in. They've come in several times and they've shot there in the restaurant and outside. Yeah. You got- yeah. You, you got to get the list down, Chef Karen, so you can stun off. I know. Like, yeah, I've, I've been on this this show, that show, this movie. Right. <laughs> you know, put put that up too when they come come through to the restaurant. They can see that like right up there, like. Right. Yeah. And clean on. Right. You got to put it up there for sure. <laughs> Don't test my memory, please. Oh Lord. That's what I'll be asking you next week. I'll be asking you next week. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Um, so, you know, there's lots of businesses in the area and just throughout Atlanta, for that matter, that are really struggling um, and not really sure how to navigate through this time. What advice would you give them? That's a difficult one. Um, well, we know that they need to pray. We know that. Pray in the morning time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I guess, be the... <laughs> What did you say? And that's not to be taken lightly. Like, oh, really true. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And you, well, you have to know what your what your what your customers what your customer likes. Um, yeah. Like I said, it was a, it. It may not have been as hard for us because we were already doing takeout. Mm-hmm. You know, on a smaller right. scale, of course. But but we were able to transition over to that, and I know that some restaurants are not set up to do that. Um, but we just figured, hey, that was our strength, and I guess you have to—that's what you have to do. And, and you may even have to change your menu around. Um, we've been lucky in that regard. We didn't have to do that, and I didn't reduce it. You know, I I kept it as it is, and um, run your specials. Just like we have ours every Friday. We have Fried Fish Friday. People know about that. So they come out. 
Um, that's yeah, probably would, the I other thing. I would be there for that. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Too. It's so good. Yeah. You just, you just, you just, you just have to come up with a plan. <laughs> that's all I can say. We've been lucky, you know. We've been lucky. Yeah. We haven't had any clothes, so. Mm. And is your is your restaurant something that you look forward to handing down to the kids? Are, are any of your children interested or family members interested in carrying the torch? No. <laughs> uh, really? You have to ask that question. I, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they may not have to light it right now, but maybe they still have it. It's just not lit. You know what I mean? Um, That's too funny. I don't. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's hilarious. I do not see it. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, and I promise not to keep you long, so this will be my last question. So, with you know, there's some, there's still some friction around the community of Stone Mountain as it pertains to the mountain, and you know, um, some of the Confederacy issues that, that they're having, and like uh, there's a march coming up, a uh, um, at the mountain coming up, and I know that. Your business is very proudly a black-owned business. There's a Black Lives Matter sign in front. There's a sign about Tulsa, which doesn't seem, no one seems to be bothered by any of that, right? <laughs> how has they the don't seem to be. How has that, has that affected your business at all? Have you ever had any issues mm-hmm. with that in the area? Well, currently, I haven't seen any. Yeah. Okay. Personally, I haven't seen where it has affected us. Um, possibly it has, and I just don't know about it. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, that's what Stone Mountain is. That's that's what Stone Mountain has been known for, unfortunately. And the people that are there, for the majority of the people that are there and the businesses, they've tried very hard to change that. Um, they've tried to change the atmosphere there and somehow... Um, get over the stigma mm-hmm. that's there. Because um, I've, I've, I've even had customers come to me and say, Chef, you're the only reason I'm here. <laughs> mm. I come here to eat and then I'm, I'm gone. Only because of the history of Stone Mountain. Right, right. Um, yeah, there there is a march scheduled uh, or whatever, a demonstration scheduled for the 15th. And, and you know, I, I think about it. Um, hopefully nothing will come out of it. Uh, of course, we don't know. But um, I don't know. It's been a very different time everywhere. It has not, been. Only in Stone, yeah. not only in Stone Mountain, but I mean, it's All good to have right seen. Yeah, it's good to have seen some of the people who have stepped up and and have come. You know, I've had customers come to me and tell me how much, you know, they they love the fact that that, that we are there. And mm, so, mm-hmm. you know, that makes me feel good. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah, it really is uh, It really is a prize, um, the restaurant, the cafe really is. You know, people really do seem to enjoy it. It's so genuine. You know, they come there and they, it's, a, it's a vibe, you know, it creates a vibe. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really awesome. So, and, um, and just like we had the dinner, um, Just like we had the dinner, you know, last week, I mean, or two weeks ago, that was was so many different people coming together. 
Yeah. And and they had fun. They enjoyed themselves. They were outside. People people were glad to be outside. Yeah. Yeah. They were and socially distanced. They were safe. Social you know, yeah. the music was great. And what I always mm-hmm. find interesting is even with all the information that, you know, if they looked around they could see, people still always ask, Is this a black owned restaurant? Exactly. They still ask. You know, and the, mm-hmm. because when you drive by, you see more white folks than anybody else, right? So you're not really sure. You know, when you look at the menu, you're like, oh, shepherd's pie, okay, you're not really sure. So people still ask, you know, they still, and then they're, and especially like some of the, you know, black women that will come in groups and they'll come and, you know, have lunch with dinner. Like, is this black mm-hmm. I'm almost a whisper. <laughs> I'm like, it sure is. They're like, yes, you know, so happy to I have gotten so used to that, you know, and yeah. especially with, Having so many people, well, when Stone Mountain, when when the park was open, you know, we would have so many people coming in from all over. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, from all over. From all over, and they would be. Some of them would be very surprised that it was black. Mm, wow. Well, um, because I'm a woman of my word, I want to be in integrity with your time. So we're going to wrap <laughs> up. And um, how can people find you? How can they find well, your camera? Like, <laughs> at the Sweet Potato Cafe <laughs> in Stone Mountain. <laughs> Online at From Wednesday the, to Saturday from 12 to 7. I know. <laughs> Wednesday through Saturday in the kitchen. In the kitchen. <laughs> right. Online at thesweetpotatocafe.net. Right. And then also... You know, follow them on uh, Instagram, Sweet Potato Cafe, and on Facebook. And so if you want to see some good food, hop on the Instagram page, and you get to see some of the dishes that we've been talking about. So, But I want to thank you for taking the time out. I know that this is your downtime, so we really appreciate you joining us. And Sea Truth and I will uh, – well, I know when he comes, that's going to be a stop, one of the stops. Um, well, I hope so. Oh, oh sure. Please. I hope so. He's, he was, he was oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It, it will be. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I'll, I'll be there for the Fridays. For the Fridays and, and, and for the um for the waffles. Fried green tomatoes? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. No, for the, 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 the Fridays. For the, the um, fish Fridays. Fish Fridays. Yeah. Fish Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll be there for that and for to, the waffles. You have to try the fried green tomatoes. Yeah. I never... I will say this, Dee. I'd never had fried green tomatoes before I tried theirs. I'd never had them before. And um, they're really good. They're really good. I was like, I didn't know what to expect. So I probably wouldn't be able to eat them anywhere else now because I had them there and I would expect them to taste a certain way. But no, they are. They're really, really good. She's being biased. Mm-hmm. I know. I am. I can't help it. But at any rate, help give Mr. D um, our love from Indie Review Radio. And you I will enjoy the rest of your evening. Get your relaxation I'm going on. to try. All righty, and we'll talk soon. And thank you. You're very welcome. You're now an intellectual, so anytime you want to come back, uh, you're more than welcome. I appreciate you. All right, we'll talk soon. Take care. All righty, bye bye. Bye bye. Yes, Chef Karen, right there, the Sweet Karen, Potato Cafe. Sweet Potato Cafe is the truth. It is the truth, <laughs> the way and the light to your belly. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd be interested to to hear like some of the, some of the other um, shows and, and 
and films and things that were shot uh-huh. there too. Like that, that's yeah. interesting to find that all yeah. out. Yeah, I'm going to do a full scale investigation of all of that because I totally missed that. I totally missed that. I need to find out. So I can say we, like it's my restaurant. We were on right. We were on such and such. But yes, yes, Jeff Karen, thank you so much for joining us. And um, if you guys are ever in Atlanta, make your way to Stone Mountain. It is the cutest little spot. Sweet Potato Cafe on Manor Drive, right off of Main Street um, in historical Stone Mountain, and you will not regret it. So uh, we're going to no jump question. into some music, and um, we'll be right back. That's right, that's right. Hit us up, IndieReviewCD at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the blog, IndieReviewCD.com, uh, and uh, also hit us up, 646-478-5123. And uh, let's, let's hit some tunes, and we're going to come back and, and wrap. All right? You're listening to Indie Review Radio.
the basic to the whole cake settle. Mellow, mellow, welcome to the ghetto. So please provoke me to do what I compel. So I'ma flip it with the dip in the foe. Right leg, left foot, put the hip in the flow. Tip in the toe. I fit magnificent flow. None of that. Honey racks, run it back. Yeah, one, two, one, two. On the dance floor, baby, make it do what it do. I got jeans, in and a bunch of my friends. And we can get it like that, cause that's the time it is. Yeah, I know you heard of my reputation. Big Snoop Dogg, I'm a soul sensation. Put the dip in your hip, put the glide and slide. Now we can bounce, why, why? If you I'm a 
In the Louis store, but Virgil is my black brother. Tell me what the God lovers tell, tell, tell me what the devil wears. Gucci or Prada, because I'm looking and I see it there. Breaking the glass, rob me the mannequin, put it in my bag, walk out the door with 20,000 worth of price tags. Walk in the house with what I grabbed and I'm still sad. Put on the news, another death, and now I'm real mad. Put on my shoes, grab me the bat, now I'm going back. Walk to the store, nobody black, you gon' get a. Bumping this Tiana Taylor, thinking about Brianna Taylor. How can my genetic makeup make it so I never wake up? Make it so I meet my makeup. God. I just want to live. Yeah, I thought about hitting the Gucci store when I lose and happened. God, love us. Tell, tell, tell me what the devil wears. Gucci or Prada? Because I'm looking and I see it there. Bre
Throw them all a tribe at a cop, whether he crooked or not. Until I'm killing the stops, Ripley, believe it or not. My people targeted pop, we about to listen to pop. Give me all the food unless we breaking in the door. I'm about to take what you got, cause we don't ask for a lot. And Reagan gave us garages when he gave us the rock. Mm. Maybe you thinking this way could open doors if mm, Karen actually cared a little I more. We here see truth for Rachel. That's what it is, and uh, it's about that time to get a, yes. a little slice, a slice of cake. A little slice, a little little <laughs> slice of life cake. We share with you the daily slice, and this is something that you can use to reflect on for the day or the week or the year or your life, whichever you prefer. And today's daily slice is something I've been having a lot of conversations about, and that is compassion and empathy. It's been really interesting with the landscape of our country right now, and people are really committed to being right about stuff. And no one's listening to each other. And I feel like um, we're lacking compassion and we're lacking empathy, um, especially as it pertains to some of the, like, police brutality and people trying to tell us how we should feel about that. Like, this is how we feel. This is us, right? So today's Daily Slice is about compassion and empathy and forgiveness. And it is a quote from John Connolly, and it goes like this. The nature of humanity, its essence, is to feel another's pain as one's own and to act to take that pain away. There is nobility and compassion, a beauty in empathy, a grace and forgiveness. And that is our daily life. And I think that if we all walked in a little bit of that every single day, we would be doing our part. That would be our contribution to making it a better place. It doesn't have to be for everyone else. It just has to be for the people that are right around you. That's where we start, right? We start right here with what we have, with who we have. We just start right there. So that is our daily slice for the day. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Indie Review Radio. See Truth and I will be here same time, same place next week. Feel free to join us and bring a friend. And until we meet again, peace.
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.